Hi, I'm Brenda Burns, and this is the Vienna Assembly of God Sermons Podcast. Thank you for listening. It's an honor to share this time with you. Learn more about the ministries of Vienna Assembly of God at ViennaAG.com. Please leave your comments and reviews on the platform where you're listening. And now for today's message. Freedom Footprints. This series began with following the Israelites out of Egypt in the great exodus. And we saw that the path to freedom takes intentional and purposeful steps. It goes through seasons of disorientation. It celebrates the victories. It climbs the mountain to meet with God. It circles the wilderness, creating paths of learning and trust. And it stands at attention in the presence of God. We have looked at some missteps and the reality that we all have missteps in our journey. The abundant grace of God is more than sufficient, and our task is to not grow weary in doing good, to keep on growing in his amazing grace. Acknowledging our missteps is the spiritual discipline of confession which opens us up to God and allows the Holy Spirit to reveal what is true about ourselves to ourselves. And there are times that we must acknowledge the missteps of our larger community or even our country. We must confess those sins and trust God for guiding us on a better path forward. Today, we're ending this series with Follow Me. The phrase that Jesus used over 20 times in the Gospels, it was a frequent command and invitation that he offered. Sometimes he said it to new followers, someone who had not yet begun to follow Jesus. But sometimes he said it to those who were already following him, showing that the decision to keep following is one that we have to make regularly. Today's text is one of those instructions. So it takes place following the revelation spoken by Peter when Jesus asked, who do men say that I am? And and then who do you say that I am? Peter answered, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. It was a profound and powerful moment. Jesus said that God had revealed this to Peter and that on this rock, he would build his church. I like to meditate on that scene. Savor it. Imagine the feelings of wonder and excitement this moment must have brought to the disciples. But the scripture just carries on to the next scene, which is quite different. And so we are going to read in Matthew 16. We're going to be beginning at verse 21 and see what happened next. Verse 21. From then on, Jesus began to tell his disciples plainly that it was necessary for him to go to Jerusalem 
and that he would suffer many terrible things at the hands of the elders, the leading priests, and the teachers of religious law. He would be killed, but on the third day, he would be raised from the dead. But Peter took him aside and began to reprimand him for saying such things. Heaven forbid, Lord, he said, this will never happen to you. Jesus turned to Peter and said, Get away from me, Satan. You are a dangerous trap to me. You are seeing things merely from a human point of view, not from God's. Then Jesus said to his disciples, If any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way, take up your cross, and follow me. If you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake, you will save it. And what do you benefit if you gain the whole world but lose your own soul? Is anything worth more than your soul? For the Son of Man will come with his angels in the glory of his Father and will judge all people according to their deeds. This is the word of the Lord. Let us pray. Father, thank you for your word. And I pray that you will help us to receive what you are speaking to us today. We want to follow you. We want to experience the flourishing life you're calling us to. Help us to see your way. I pray for an anointing as I speak, an anointing on our ears and our hearts and minds to receive. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, have any of you ever tried to set God straight? <laughs> You're just like telling him that he, he's, he must have gotten something kind of confused there, and you're trying to tell him the right way. That's kind of what Peter's doing here in verse 22. He is telling Jesus that he cannot possibly be correct in what he is saying about the terrible things to happen. That It must not be that he would be killed and that he would be raised from the dead. Maybe you haven't had that particular conversation with the Lord, but our actions... And our attitudes sometimes communicate a similar rebuke. That's the word there. He's rebuking, reprimanding the Son of God, whom, by the way, he just said a few minutes earlier is the Son of God, um, rebuking him. <laughs> if you ever find yourself in such a situation, here is a truth to hold on to. You aren't going to win that argument with God, all right? God's way is the right way. <laughs> now, Peter may have thought he was being compassionate or, you know, trying to steer Jesus into uh, thinking more positively about his life. <laughs> but he was probably also aware that if these things were going to happen to Jesus, it meant they may also happen to his followers. And he was not able to absorb 
those details at that moment. Jesus' response to Peter is such an important theme for us to understand in following Jesus. He said, get away from me, Satan. You are a dangerous trap to me. The original language here is uh, closer to saying a stumbling block, an obstacle in the path that trips you up. Peter, the rock from a few verses earlier, is now not speaking revelation from God, but is instead being influenced by Satan and becoming a stumbling block, a dangerous trap to Jesus. Why? Peter was suggesting that God would not want this. The path that Jesus was talking about was surely not God's wonderful plan for his life, right? And Jesus said, this is a stumbling block. And he goes on to say this, you are seeing things merely from a human point of view, not from God's. Those words have flashed so brightly to me in recent months. We must pay attention and be sure that we are not only seeing things from a human point of view. <laughs> now, that may be easier said than done because our natural thing is going to be to see it from a human point of view, right? We can only see what we can see. How are we going to get to a place where we can instead see from God's perspective? Hmm. Seeing from only our own point of view is going to cause stumbling. It's going to get us trapped. It's going to get us off the path to freedom. Here's how Jesus explains how to overcome this challenge. We have to give up our own way, verse 24, Take up our cross and follow him. It's not just that you can sort of sit down and think hard and, and, and figure out God's perspective. We have to give up our own way. In another place, the way Jesus said it was, die to yourself. Take up your cross, which is a symbol of that death, and follow him. So I don't know. I don't know what giving up your own way might mean for you today. Probably the easiest way to figure that out is what would be the thing that you immediately say, Oh, heaven forbid, <laughs> surely. God wouldn't ask that of me. I want that. That's, that's the thing I want to hold on to. We have to give up our own way. It literally means that we choose daily to die to ourselves so that we can live unto God. We give up our life for Jesus' sake, and that's how. We gain life. 
that it's never going to sound right from a merely human perspective. The invitation to follow Jesus is the invitation to live from God's perspective, to gain the ability through that following him, through that dying to ourselves, to see things differently. It is a profound and powerful moment for each of us. And Jesus says it again today. Follow me. I want to pause in this moment. I have a few more things to say about what's coming up for us as a congregation in following Jesus. But I want to give you a moment individually. Did something come to mind? I know in Pastor Craig's prayer time, he felt the Spirit speaking to us about some freedoms that you may be seeking God for. And I want you to take this moment to just commit to him. I'm going to give up my way in this, Lord. I'm willing to not insist on my way and to listen to you and to follow you. Just pause for a moment and pray for that. Lord, it is so easy for us to get stuck and trapped in only seeing stuff from a human perspective. We need your help. I pray for faith today that we can see beyond the death and see all the way to the resurrection. That as we give those things to you, we will come into true life in you. You know, Jesus ended that passage by saying, For the Son of Man will come with all his holy angels in the glory of the Father. I mean, it's this blazing picture of Jesus coming to bring judgment. But judgment doesn't always mean um, lightning bolts striking you down. It can mean that sense of like, look what you've done. You've died to yourself. You're living the new life. He's going to reveal that. And it's exciting to know that if we will follow Jesus, he is bringing us into that life of freedom, that life of fullness, that life of flourishing. So for us as a church, as we follow Jesus together, this coming month is going to be quite different. And I'm going to admit to you that I've struggled to settle within myself that this is where God is leading. And that's mostly because I don't want to fail in doing stuff <laughs> that my human perspective tells me a pastor ought to be doing. But God is leading us into a month of rest. Each Sunday will be a bit different. We are starting with a personal retreat 
meaning that I am asking each and every one of you to participate in a personal guided retreat. We are providing some resources, and you can follow them at your own pace. They are posted on our website. It is uh, viennaag.com slash flourish in July, I think. I'll send that to you by email as well. Here's what I'm asking, that you plan for this personal retreat sometime between today and two weeks from today, July 11. Next Sunday, we are not meeting with a regular service. We won't have a church online service. Next Sunday happens to be the 4th of July. It might be the perfect day for you to do your personal retreat. It might not be. You may have other plans. But sometime between today and July 11, I want you to make time for this. On July 11th, we are not having a morning service, but instead, we're going to come together Sunday evening at 7 p.m. for a Vespers service. So that will be available in person and online. That is going to be a time of contemplative worship and prayer. And then the remaining Sundays are listed on your handout. So why are we doing this? Well, there are some practical reasons. One is my vacation schedule is such that it falls at the same time as our technical team. <laughs> and friends, we need the break. This past 15 months have been intense and demanding, and the pressures have been relentless. And as your pastor, I am acknowledging that I must take some time away. In addition, those who have been working so hard to make church happen that we recognized earlier need some time away. And I also believe that every one of you need the refreshing and some time to pause. And so it is for all of us. There are also some spiritual reasons. First and foremost, I believe this is what Jesus is asking of us and that we are to follow him. I believe with all my heart, and I keep seeing it come to pass, the word for us this year in 2021 is flourish. Some visuals that we have used with that are a tree by streams of water in Psalm 1, gardens springing up everywhere in Isaiah 61, and Jesus as the vine, us as the branches in John 15. I received a word from a pastor friend last month that we as a congregation are being led by the cool, still waters and that you are being nourished and your soul restored. Psalm 23. The reality is that the pandemic is coming to an end and everything's opening up. And it can feel like it's just time to get busy. <laughs> but God is leading us into a month of rest. So we plan to be back in August with church in person every Sunday. In the meantime, 
We are following Jesus together, and I'm looking forward to resting with you. So that's what's coming in July. That's the pause we're going to take, and I'm trusting God that in that pause, we will receive the refreshing and the nourishing that we need to be ready for what's next. And um, I am excited about following Jesus together with you. Let's pray. Lord, we offer this up to you. Help us to see with your eyes. We do not want to stumble. We do not want to cause others to stumble or to be a dangerous trap. We want to see things from your perspective. And I pray that during this month of rest dedicated to you, you're going to do that for us and help us to see things from your perspective. There is power in the name of Jesus, and we rest on that power today. We depend on you today for all things. I'm trusting you, God, to do a special work in each one of our lives. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, amen. If you enjoyed today's message, why not share it with a friend? I invite you to subscribe at Apple Podcasts and our YouTube channel. We'd love to hear your feedback and comments. So glad that you were with us today. Look forward to seeing you next week. At Vienna Assembly of God, we love God, others, and life. And we're leading our community in a growing relationship with God.